0: Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen.
1: How to write a Canadian poem. Say you are from some bay or cove or tickle, but live in Toronto. Say you read Dylan Thomas, but don't. Read Dylan. Talk of fireflies, blackflies, bones, stones, water, mirrors. Talk of poison ivy and first love in the same breath. Call it a palimpsest and acknowledge Earl Burney. Title it pushed and acknowledge every poet before you. Put in something to kill, a moose in the headlights, a bear, salmon, God, a car, a culture, the planet, God. Don't kill it till after it stares you down. Don't look for history where there is none. Look for history in trees. Write in chopped up prose minus explanation, call your poems totems, minus punctuation, make you, the poet, the reader, a lover, and no one in particular, claim a hundred words for snow, but call it snow.
0: Good afternoon, Poetry Outlaws. That was uh, David Haskins. Dave Haskins reading from How to Be a Canadian Poet, a poem that's in his basically selected, collected book that came out from Guernica Editions in 2020 called Blood Rises. And uh, as you can hear, he had a satirical bent uh, as well as a nostalgic one um, he's very good at chronicling family history and place and loss. And David Haskins is from uh, Grins- Grimsby, Grimsby, Ontario. Uh, I can't really find his birth date, um, but he died just a few weeks ago um, after Ellen Jaffe, with whom he was good friends, and shortly after Steve Heighton. Uh, both Steve Heighton, as I said, and Dave Haskins were in my anthology, uh, Locations of Grief and Emotional Geography, with with pieces about loss, Steve Heighton of a Stranger, and David Haskins of his wife, Cheryl, who was quite a lot younger than him, and they had two sons, and she died six years before he did. Uh, I think he was in his 70s. Um, so I didn't know that he was that sick. I know he had health struggles and he was having difficulty uh, reciting. Um, I had wanted to do the launch from Locations of Grief with him in Hamilton, which is where I met him in uh, 2011, I believe. Um, But he said he may or may not have been able to do it. So that was uh, going to be the last time I would have seen him. Um, I first met him um, at Alan Jaffe's place, I believe, He came out to the dinner party I talked of in Ellen's homage, and we had a wonderful conversation. It was before Shirley died, I believe, and he was um, just a a terrific listener, very sharp and um, full of lots of incisive energy. Um, He had been a high school English teacher, so very used to being uh, deliciously combative in speech um, and he came to my events that I held in Hamilton over the years and even at one point offered me the chance to stay with him in Grimsby and drive me to events in Hamilton and elsewhere. I thought that was incredibly generous. Um, poets always live for that on the road. I'm going to read a little bit about his bio that I could find online on 49th Shelf. And then I'm going to read a few excerpts from a review I wrote of his collection Blood Rises. And I'll conclude with a couple of personal um messenger messages that he sent me over the years that really gives you a sense of his voice and presence and just what a, a lovely human being he was. So About the author on the 49th Shelf site says that David Haskins wanted to write ever since Enid Blyton sent him a handwritten postcard when he was seven, which I think is utterly delightful. I adored Enid Blyton when I was a child growing up uh, with a British mother. And he came to uh, Canada from England when he was young. He then uh, had mentorships under Canlitz, A-listers Joe Rosenblatt, Austin Clark, Matt Cohen, John Herbert, P.K. Page, and others. I remember him being very fond of Joe Rosenblatt and us being able to have conversations about his influence on his writing and his life. Uh, he put out a poetry book, Reclamation from Borealis, back in 1980, and due to you know challenges of of work and life, he didn't put out another one till Blood Rises in 2020. But through Woolseck and Wynn, he published his literary memoir, This House is Condemned, in 2013. He had over 150 different published writings. He's won awards from CBC, the Ontario Poetry Society, the Canadian Authors Association, GritLit, and Arts Hamilton. And he continued to live in his family home in Grimsby. So his collection, Blood Rises, I recommend it. It is uneven. Because it spans such a tremendous period of time, but we have delightful pieces such as the one in which a goldfish experiences poetry for the first time, and uh, one of the reviews from Carousel Magazine says, "He carries tonal vacillations with a deliberate and practiced voice throughout the collection. His aptitude for literary craft offering an aesthetic equanimity that clearly marks these varied pieces." As his own. Read Blood Rises if you want to be shown how fully a person can manifest their life in poetry after decades of discipline. I really like that because I think we so often forget to honor our poets who have spent you know, whether they've published a lot or not, they have been working at the discipline of poetry, at the practice of the poem for a long period of time. And that's not easy. And it doesn't really even get easier. So I think that's a tremendously valuable comment. So in my own WordPress review, um, my Merrill Reviews site of uh, Dave's Blood Rises. I said, David Haskins has been writing poetry a long time. It hasn't published much of it due to a variety of work and personal factors. Thus, Blood Rises gathers a host of poems that arch over time, place, thought, relationship, emotion, and ability. And then I say, it's a lovely design and size for pocketing. The cover of The Phantom Hunter in the blues and grays of a snowy mountain recalls a boy's adventure story. And the diameters are narrower than many a Canadian poetry book. And there are a plethora of strong pieces here, especially the ones on politics and grief. I had the pleasure of including David's journal piece on the death of his wife in my volume of memoirs, Locations of Grief and Emotional Geography, which is also out from Molesack & Wynn in 2020. And he evinces a rarely translatable empathy for both strangers and his beloved. So then I go on to talk in depth and detail about many of the pieces that I like and that I thought were strong, and a couple of the pieces that I thought were weaker, because I love that balance. And then at the end, I say, Haskins concludes Blood Rises with the line, I am defined by what my imagination eats. And this collection, though a bit overly filling at moments, is undoubtedly one man's powerful life feast. So now I'm going to look at a couple of uh, his Mm, messages that he sent to me throughout, throughout the years. So when I first met him in 2011, after I did the reading in Hamilton, I believe it was after the dinner party as well, he said, "'Good to see you last night, if briefly. I can't recall a reading I've enjoyed more. Perfectly themed, sequenced, and yet surprising in its varied approaches. And the McEwen poem is my fave of hers, recited beautifully by yourself.'" Usually when I do a reading, I, I will open the reading with a memorized piece from another poet, if possible. Uh, he says, wish there had been more people there to enjoy it. <sighs> we all know about small audiences as poets. It never seems to be a shock anymore. And then after Chris died uh, and I'd put out a designated mourner, he wrote to me the same year and he said, Catherine, I know we don't know each other, but in passing, but your story is painfully touching. Partly because a friend who lost her hubby to cancer two years ago is still immersed in her grief, exacerbated by fear now that her son also has cancer. Nothing appeases it. Yet, still, I know from my own experiences with grief that new understandings do take place, new assessments of the person and their relationship, though never of why, never a justification. Mm, Are you there yet? Maybe you are. And if so, you know, and if not, you won't likely believe me anyway. But still, I'm there. And then and then when uh, he asked me to do a review of, of Blood Rises, and I said I would, and he said, you'll speak the truth anyway. I've read enough to know that which is tremendously appreciated. Then the last two messages I had from him were literally uh, maybe a month before he died. Uh, So this is right after Ellen died. And he says, second death for me in two days. I'm very saddened by Ellen's death. I had communicated with Ellen a week ago. She told me she was out of options and that she was very saddened to be leaving this world. That is too often the way with these cancers. I treasured her friendship. I feel small and impotent. I feel Cheryl's death six years ago. Nothing to say. The roofers are working hard, one without his shirt in the spring sunshine. Look after yourself, dear friend. And the final one, after I had put out the podcast episode on Ellen. I listened to your accomplished tribute to Ellen. About her, we are simpatico. Thank you for your words. I have no energy to write at this juncture. Blessings, Catherine. And this was about two weeks before he died. So, Dave Haskins, you are one of a kind. Thank you so much for who you were in the world. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Don't forget to support her on Patreon and stay fierce word musicians.